0: Vegas Fever Podcast, Jason and Paula here with you on a very exciting day and exciting show for us to do. It's September twenty sixth. It's the first preseason game.
1: <laughs> Yay. For the
0: Golden Knights. It seemed like the off season was long yet not.
1: I was gonna say it seemed short to me.
0: It's great. I mean, the regular season in playoffs was pushed a little bit and with the Golden That's Knights true. advancing as far as they did, it seemed like less time. So there's no time better to get back into hockey Uh, for them, I'm sure. Uh, A lot of stuff to go over here as we get into the first week of the preseason. There will be seven preseason games. Uh, Tonight it starts with um, the Vegas Golden Knights against the San Jose Sharks. The Sharks. The Sharks, as we've called them. Interesting comments from Pete DeBoer uh, this morning after morning skate. I guess they are, first off, Logan Thompson is going to start in goal. That's first off. That's not unusual for like other goalies to get involved. They'll probably use Leonard sparingly and then like toward like the last couple of games get really, really into him. You'll probably see uh, Laurent Brassois. You'll see him. That's the
1: backup, backup. That's the
0: guy that they had to spend so much money on. Mm. Um, But you'll see Logan Thompson tonight, and then his backup is some guy I've never heard of, nor going to try to even say. But it's not really important. Anyway, and also there is going to be, no matter what happens tonight, and this is for practice purposes only, they're going to have a shootout, no matter what. So if the Knights win 10-0, if San Jose wins 10-0, or any square in between, they're going to have a shootout, just because. It's It's for practice learning purposes. I'm very confused. Uh, but, uh, whatever, you know, it's Mm -hmm. their show you in the preseason. You can do this. I'm guessing I've never, I've never heard of this, but it doesn't mean it's not able to happen. So you're going to have Logan Thompson and it's a game that we'll check out tomorrow Mm because of where we live. Uh, it's too damn late and it's the first game of the preseason anyway. So we'll check that out tomorrow and Next show, we'll definitely be able to dissect a little bit more of these preseason games. Um, the Knights had a pretty solid camp, from what I'm reading, from what I understand, from what I've seen and read. Um, these guys are hungry to get out there, and it's understandable. You know, you have, you know, Mar- Marceau, um, Jonathan Marceau, William Carlson, Riley Smith. Just this, this, is, this is year five for them, you know, so they're, they're ready and hungry. And I'm sure, you know, guys like Pacioretty, who really didn't play well against his old team, you know, Petrangelo coming Stone. off a cup, and Mark Stone still searching for for that elusive Stanley Cup. You got to be focused. And I've made comments many, many times before that I don't feel that they got any better bottom six. And some people agree, some people don't, and that's perfectly fine, but I don't think that... Evgeny Dadnov and an unproven Nolan Patrick, who has a ton of upside, and Matthias Yanmark. if that's your third line, because Alex Tuck is hurt and he's out until January, we'll talk about that in a second, so that's your third line, that's not impressive, and Brett Howden is somewhere in there. Is not like the, this doesn't work for me. I don't really feel like they upgraded. I know that I didn't care if Tomasz Nosik left, but I don't think that giving away Ryan Reeves for nothing, basically, was okay. And I don't I don't really feel that much of what they did dumping Marc-Andre Fleury's contract. So everyone's like, Yay, look, we dumped his contract. But what did you do? Nothing. You brought in Laurent Bressois, which is not impressive. <laughs> Evgeny Dadenoff is a really good offensive player. However, he's a liability defensively. Him, Nolan Patrick, in the short time that Nolan Patrick has played, and Matthias Janmark are all defensive liabilities. These guys are going to get caught on the ice against a different line that's on offense. If you can't get off the ice quick enough, you're 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 screwed. And these guys are all liabilities defensively. I'm not.
1: What do you What do you mean?
0: When you're on offense. You shoot mm. the puck, and then the other team gets it. Thank now you. you're on defense, and if you're Matthias Janmark, mm-hmm. and you're skating backwards, and you're Evgeny Dadnov, and you're Nolan Patrick, mm-hmm. and you're trying to play defense, in addition to your two, some on defense I'm behind sure, you, you're a liability. Now you have to now you have to rely on Alec Martinez or a Shea Theodore, or a Brayden McNabb or a Petrangelo to bail you out. You and know, Petrangelo they, they, has been screwed bailing people out before. They
1: bitched and moaned about Flurry's contract. So when they had all this free cap space, I thought they were gonna do something.
0: Yeah, Laurent at two point three million dollars a year. That's what they did. I I don't see they how didn't do anything. I don't see how people see this as like great. Like people's people are literally like, this is great. Look at everything we did.
1: And they got rid of Ryan Reeves.
0: And they threw him away for a third round pick. Okay, so that's 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 wonderful. Okay, Which but you're gonna have to play of, this guy.
1: Right. Really wasn't surprising considering they didn't really play him. But I guess that's just beside the point.
0: So I guess we can get into this a little bit here. Um, the, I mean, the Knights are short-handed. During training camp, which is going to end. Alex Tuck, along with... There's a whole bunch of players. Most of them minor league players that had surgery of some kind.
1: When is Alex Tuck?
0: January, maybe. Wow. So, October, November, December. You're going to go three and a half plus months. Mm -hmm. Without... I mean... I think he's a trade piece for for Jack Eichel. I'm not I'm not going to go away from that, but they can't trade him when he's hurt. I think that at the I think that something seriously happens when Tuck comes back or gets close to coming back because it's getting ugly there. Um but he's out. So the guys that I just mentioned don't do it for me and I want to be wrong cuz I want it to work, but I feel that it won't. I want to be wrong, and if I'm wrong, I will be happy to admit it, and I'll be very glad that I was.
1: Well, you were wrong about some of the playoffs. You didn't think they were going to advance.
0: Those first two rounds were, and I think that's what killed them in the end. I think that's what killed them against Montreal.
1: You just have to... um,
0: Think positive? Yes,
1: faith. (laughs) Right.
0: Um, That would be, having a little faith never hurt nobody. Um, Reed Duke and Jake Bischoff, along with some other guys, are also out, um, uh, Tuck had surgery in July, and you're probably, he's 25, which, I mean, still in such a big window for the prime of your career, um, he probably will not be back, like I said, until January, you have a whole new third line. You have a majority new fourth line. Will Carrier is the only one around from year one on that fourth line. (laughs) Will Carrier threw me a puck. He's my guy. You don't have... Belmar Reeves no sick. You
1: haven't had and Belmar. I'm just saying those
0: are the guys, those are the guys who was always on the third line anchor and now you just don't have them.
1: You're still mourning I, the loss of Belmar. And
0: he ended up in Tampa Bay, good for him. I really wish the Knights could have gotten him back. Yeah,
1: that would
0: have been nice. Um let's See what else, what else, what else. So, also, great news. Um the entire Gold, Vegas Golden Knights team is 100% vaccinated so they will avoid a lot of the weekly testing issues and a lot of the traveling issues that is a great thing and that also means that um, in addition practices are open again at City National which hasn't happened since March of 2020 so a year and a half we haven't had any fans and this was the other day um, they were able to have fans and it was something else because there's probably no atmosphere like it at a practice facility right. in the league.
1: It's like a... Fans
0: are waving towels, fans are loud. It's like a little mini game, and the players miss them. So it's great that you know to have all that back. It's great that the team is um, 100% vaccinated. There was some comments, and this is something I don't know if you heard about. You probably heard about it, but I don't know if you did any kind of digging into it uh, Marc-Andre Fleury opened up about his time in Vegas and the end uh, in Vegas in an interview um, with the Daily Faceoff, which is a really good site to follow. They have a lot of good stuff going on there, but they sat down with Fleury, and that's uh, Frank Suravalli. Uh he, he does national stuff. So I guess um, he met with Kelly McCrimmon twice. Right after the season, and in both conversations, McCrimmon stated he wasn't sure of the team's plans for Flurry. that a couple of teams had reached out, but there was nothing concrete, no direction at this point. Um, From Marc-Andre Fleury, my agent had talked to him after the draft, which is Alan Walsh, and at that time, he was still unsure of what he wanted to do. Then he found out a few days later that he was uh, traded to Chicago. Uh, Alan Walsh, Fleury's agent, also stated that Fleury learned of the trade on social media. The goaltender said he had imagined he would retire as a Golden Knight after joining the team in 2017 from the expansion draft from Pittsburgh, and he was also told by Bill Foley a few times, and by a few, I mean a lot, that he would retire um as a golden Knight. Also he said it would have been really wonderful to retire in Vegas to be able to raise his family and stay after he was done playing. I mean obviously he could do that after he's done playing, but it's a little bit more complicated now. Um, the interview goes on and on, but the gist of the interview is, uh, from my perspective, in my opinion, that he was totally blindsided and it's kind of like a some poor guy crossing the street who didn't see the bus. Yeah. That's that's what I get. It's it's sad. It's it it feels yucky to see him in a different uniform and it's going to feel really yucky when the Golden Knights play him.
1: It's gross. And, and I and don't know how else we to spend, put this. I think it's been a whole episode talking about it. in fact we have previously We we have um They reported he was blindsided. They tried to backtrack and say he wasn't. He was, bottom line. And if he just had talked to that Kelly McCrinnon, and I don't know, I don't know, but three, two, three days, four days later, you know, you knew then.
0: His agent, Alan Walsh, says it's a whole bunch of garbage. I have, uh, and, and I, I have and I don't, the
1: balls to, to say the truth, but you don't.
0: I, don't. I mean, I don't like the guy. I don't like Alan Walsh particularly, but... He represents a lot of players, and he said that the whole waiting until the trade call was final is a whole bunch of horse you-know-what. It's a whole bunch of garbage.
1: They knew what they Teams were going to do. Teams communicate
0: with players during the, during the they, whole process. They knew what they were
1: going to do. They okay. just didn't have and the balls again, to say it to his face. And again, <laughs> he won an award. Okay, all this other stuff.
0: Had the best season of his career, and most likely. And you still
1: him. The whole business... You should be ashamed. It it really... Players get traded all the time. This is not new. And I understand that. And I know he understands it because he's been doing this his whole life. It's the, it's the shadiness of it and the disgustingness of it. And it really makes me unexcited for this season, to be honest with you. I don't have the same... Maybe it'll be different when I sit down and watch a game. But I don't have the same... Because what they did, if they wanted to get rid of him, fine. But be a man. Be, be honest. It's the shady business practices that makes its turn off for me. The whole thing was gross. And, and if they feel that Robin Leonard can hold the team on his back. He
0: well, hasn't held the team on his back since he's been in the NHL.
1: All those times they used He's been Fleury. hurt sometimes. Again, I'll say it, and I'll say it again. Okay, when you had, what's his dumb face? Um,
0: Malcolm Subban. Yeah.
1: He couldn't play because he didn't know how to play. I, I don't know. They got him from Wee Hockey or whatever. I don't know what his issue is. Okay? He couldn't play. So Fleury had to play night after night after night after night, and that was okay. He
0: played like 70 games. I mean
1: but now he's not okay. And not only did you not think he was good enough
0: to his contract's not okay that they gave him. I just like to put point that out.
1: But then you treat him like trash and just dispose of him like it meant nothing. When if it wasn't for him and the other players of course because it is a team effort, you wouldn't even be in the playoffs. So they should be ashamed, and I know they don't really give a shit. No. but no, I, they probably don't. But truthfully, it's I lizard. think it's going to stop big players from coming to Vegas, because this is not the first player they've treated like this. Or
0: organizational worker.
1: Right. So, right. I yeah.
0: mean... Yeah. I mean, that goes without you saying. You hear from
1: the owner's mouth that you will be able to retire here. He should. He
0: shouldn't be saying that though, because he doesn't run daily operations. But it's his team. That's true. That's true.
1: I mean, if he that's told Ke- Kelly McCrane to go suck a dick, he would, because he owes him his his career, and that's the damn truth, and you know it.
0: It's. A... He'd get
1: on his knees and say, "For how long?" So he could put his foot down. I don't care. I mean, what there's no denying. Is.
0: I mean, he is the boss. You know, it, it, it's just it's a pattern. We keep seeing the same thing over and right. over again. Down to the in-rink reporter. Yep. Down to the equipment person. Down to the person who does the uh, special effects.
1: Here you are using the misfits. Nobody wanted us. Wham, wham, wham. But, but you're treating them <laughs> even worse.
0: It will deter here's what's gonna start to happen if it hasn't already. It's gonna start to deter fans and players Players and et cetera. Why would they
1: want to come? Your word is shit.
0: Right. Well, because the dollar signs light up. That's why.
1: Your word is crap. Because Uh, after how long does that stop? They told him multiple times that you can retire tonight. How many years did he have left? Another year or two after after this season, hypothetically? Maybe another season? Maybe. maybe two i think
0: this one was would have been this one coming up
1: would have been his last I and think, you couldn't have I done that
0: remember i think so
1: and and you here you have robin Leonard, who is a decent goalie who
0: lost a ton of weight lost a ton of weight yeah, and saw. looks and looks fa- jesse granger from the athletic is fantastic and jesse granger says that this dude who is this guy okay and i'll go with that but he also is not reliable all season no, he hasn't my been in the same place when they, for a when long they time, lost but... that,
1: when he had that bad loss then he didn't play for 20 th- something days
0: yeah he didn't play for three weeks yep. is
1: it because he he didn't get injured because it took a toll on him emotionally which is understandable but you need to get back out there the next day
0: this is not this, this is your
1: team now this is Can not about robin
0: he, leonard's Maybe mental state okay this is not, not real, what i, I said at i all. know that but i'm just I, I just wanted to that's that's the outline of this conversation it's not about that however
1: nobody even brought that up but you the
0: man has he tends to be out weeks at a, at a time without an actual injury
1: right i so respect I, I respect what I he's going know. through
0: and what he's gone through but my point is is that if you're the man, you're the guy, you're the showstopper. It stops with you. Guess what? You got to be the maybe, sixty-five, seventy game m- right, person. Maybe
1: he... Um, he can't
0: be because he never has. Maybe
1: he will be now because he doesn't have Flurry to lean on anymore.
0: He's been at a couple stops and he didn't have people to lean on and he wasn't the guy. And He had injury issues. Look, he had contract issues.
1: Okay, but... I- even if they felt he was the guy, you still could have wrote out Flurry for another year or two. Or you know what? Been honest.
0: They should have traded Leonard. They should have traded. They should have even gotten Leonard. But since they gotten Leonard, they should have traded Leonard and brought up Logan Thompson and let him so, learn under Flurry. So here we are now.
1: Anyway. That's, you're going to see Logan I'm Thompson plenty gonna, anyway. I'm not as. It just feels a little I think there's a sad. lot of question
0: marks. I, I think it's, it's kind of. Uh,
1: Disheartening.
0: There's a lot of question marks. You know, I mean, a lot of people are excited because it's hockey. Of is course,
1: back. and if it's your team, then of course everyone's excited to have their team back, whether they stink or, right. you know, right. I mean, our brother-in-law likes a college football team that absolutely sucks.
0: It's big not balls. It, it's not you and L V. No. So don't worry about that because um, they, they're worse. But.
1: But he's still excited for the right. every game. Yep, every game. So you could still be excited, of course, but. For me personally, I'm just like, hmm.
0: Wait and see type of a thing. I'm just like. It's probably hmm. the first season out of the five that is the least exciting. Um, yeah. It has nothing to do with the way the season ended. No, it's I kind thought of the, they... the way that everyone has been. And treated. you know what's
1: really going to piss me off is when Flory comes back to T Mobile and they're going to have a tribute for him. And it's like, go shove it up your ass. It will be great for the fans because I think the fans need it more than he does. But I would feel I would just if I was Flurry or Flurry's manager, I'd be like, "Don't you dare!" You know,
0: Flurry is going to.
1: He'll accept it gracefully. He's going.
0: He's going to tip his his helmet. But it's disgusting. You
1: you have. Well, how do you think that that
0: happened in Pittsburgh four years ago when Flurry went back, and how do you? Those people felt the same way. Felt the and same way. That was way. a little
1: different. This well, was because much he, more was Sly, he was shown the door. He here. was shown the door was,
0: here. Uh, right. Well, he was there basically was told there was There was nothing more other than
1: him winning a Stanley Cup, which is not solely his responsibility. There was nothing more he could have done to keep his job. How many
0: fantastic saves? How many nights do you want he to do He won it awards.
1: For? There was nothing more he could have done. Right. Than win the Stanley Cup, which He only again, took money
0: he was given.
1: Which again... Where the fuck was Mark Stone and Pacioretty and Carlson and disapp- all of them? They disappeared. all sucked. Oh, so for, why, what if, was
0: it, 16 or 18 on the power so, play? So, you know what? Yeah. Right. If
1: anyone costs him...
0: But everybody blames the goal that he kicked in. Everybody talks about that point when he kicked in the goal.
1: No.
0: What about every other game, right? The other five and a half games where Let's they didn't show up. On. The last thing I want to mention is all the preseason games are televised. Uh, which is fantastic. The local affiliate in Las Vegas, I believe, will have just about all of them. There will be some on NHL Network, um, which reminds me, if we're going to watch, I should probably go DVR that. That doesn't need to be a conversation to have on here. But I think that we've hit everything uh, Golden Knights-wise. There will be a few games this week, so next time we talk, There'll be more to talk about.
1: Yeah, we probably will do one next week yeah. so we can do a catch-up.
0: All of the... Now, the first couple preseason games are just kind of like they're going to throw whoever in there. A, a bunch of guys that are probably going to end up in Henderson. So it's really not... It's the last couple of games that you get the... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, that, you know... Basically, this tonight is like a soft opening. Yeah. Next week will be like, we're ready to, sh- you know, open the doors. Um. There is some UNLV news that I want to get to, and it's and it's a big commitment for Kevin Kruger, Chiron Lindsey, who is a top 100 player, a four-star recruit uh, from Texas. UNLV is hitting Texas hard, and that's because you've got Kevin Kruger from UNLV, K squared, K squared, as I guess we're going to call him. Uh, you've got K squared from Texas. You've got. God, I believe I want to say that, like, majority of the coaching staff is from Texas. Players that they've taken already from, you know, for this season are from Texas. Uh, I guess he chose UNLV over Georgia, Oklahoma State, and Tennessee. Should bring that one up. So he's 6'8", top 100, averaged 19 points, 11 rebounds, and two blocks per game as a junior at uh, Geyer High School. And throughout the summer, he's been turning heads. His stock is rising. And UNLV swung and missed. On a couple of recruits, but they, but this one, this one's a good one. Um, And I think that Kevin Kruger has the ability to recruit like this. And if he can get players like this, Mm -hmm. there's a couple other kids that have been in town lately um, that can really be a game changer. This kid is a forward; he needs a guard to throw it to. And they've had some they've had some kids come visit, and I really think that there's some good things going on UNLV wise, basketball wise. I mean, the football program is in the in 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 the crapper. Okay, yeah. so basically, it's like practice starts next week or mm-hmm. this week upcoming, and it's you're like thirty something, forty something days out.
1: It's getting close,
0: you know. So it's important. That they practice well, and I've been watching some of those episodes on Run It Back on on, you you know the YouTube series that the UNLV basketball uh, YouTube does, and the staff is really getting after these kids. Like they're going to be like Carlin Hartman is a is is a is amazing guy, amazing assistant coach, and he was Lon's assistant coach in, in Oklahoma for a number of years. Carlin Hartman is amazing. Like, if you just, if everybody just goes to, you know, the UNLV Run and Rebels YouTube mm-hmm. and watch the latest episode, these kids, they are willing to listen to what he's saying and put in the work. Defensively, they're going to be, they're going to be fantastic. My problem is, is that you have to actually put the ball in the basket.
1: <laughs> you think?
0: So, they have a couple of weapons. Their schedule is not fun. Yeah, we went over that. But I feel like if they can win eight, nine non-conference games, I think that they're going to have a decent year. And and I really think that not NCAA unless they make a run in March, I feel like NIT is more appropriate. And I would be ecstatic. Like I think that Las Vegas and Run and Rebel Nation should be ex- should be ecstatic if they go to the NIT. They haven't
1: been there in forever. They
0: haven't been to the NIT. I don't think they haven't been to the NIT since Lon Kruger was coach. They haven't been to the postseason, and this will be nine years I believe coming up.
1: They never went to the NIT with Dave Rice.
0: No. Dave Rice was first two years NCAA then nothing and nothing and nothing in the last two freaking schmucks, okay? So Because the
1: first two years were Long's players.
0: Right, exactly. So basically Long Kruger took that team to the NCAA's after he left. That's mm-hmm. basically what happened there because, you know, Dave Rice could get the name, but he just couldn't do a damn thing with it. Anyway, any type of postseason play is is good for this team mm-hmm. because they need it. And then you lose a couple of guys this year, but if you bring if if we're keep going this way with Kevin and the way that he's doing things, you you add next year with this year and,
1: and if they you make got it something. Season, you know, it'll attract more people.
0: I think you're going to get a lot more buzz around the program as it is. You're getting more buzz for around sure. the football program for Christ's sakes under a coach that can't win a game. So you are going to get more buzz because Kevin is. Is a, is a name in the tree of names that UNLV Faithful likes. There's going to be more season tickets. There's going to be more, more buzz. The team is going to be on TV more, more because... butts
1: in the seats.
0: Butts in the seats is the biggest deal.
1: So that's a good thing. So, and now that stuff is opening back up, yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Um, I think it, it, he's going to bring a good morale back for sure.
0: I think so. I wasn't sure about the hire, but I like it. It's it's grown on me, which which I like. Um, nothing really going on Oakland A's wise uh, with the stadium, so I mean, good
1: because you've beaten that dead horse. And every I will episode. continue.
0: And I will continue. <laughs> I
1: was dreading that part.
0: Okay. Okay. So God. so there has been no news. Good. But after the baseball season, which when no October news, comes it is, when October comes it's October playoff baseball which is fantastic in itself so after the season you'll hear more about that great haven't heard anything more NBA wise uh, at this point but we know that I guess the all- net arena is going to be built MLS to Vegas um looks like it's gonna be done probably in the next six months to a year we'll see exactly how that goes. But I think that major league soccer is your next professional sport in Las Vegas. I really, really do. Uh, and it just makes all the sense in the world. Uh, revitalize the Cashman field, Cashman center area. That's what it needs. And then you can transform that whole area of town. I think we pretty much covered everything. Um I feel like this episode is shorter, but that's okay. There'll be plenty of more things to talk about as we get going here with the hockey season. And as basketball season Uh, progresses, please subscribe to this episode. We are growing steadily and very nicely, I might add, over the past weeks and, you know, a few weeks and a few months. So subscribe to this episode, subscribe to our show, leave comments, tell us what you think, agree, disagree, anything, it really doesn't matter. Also, we are trying to get our other show, The Golden Line, which you could follow At The Golden Wife.
1: Yes. Thank you.
0: Um, Subscribe and listen to that show as well. We only have one episode. We're working on more. It's not the easiest thing to do, but we need to start focusing on both. So there's going to be more content coming in the future from there. But we are all done with this episode, guys. Everyone be safe. Thank you for listening. And as always, everybody have a great day. See you later.